It's 8 o'clock. It's Friday night. It's time for Pam Dats' Comedy Clubhouse here on MutinyRadio.fm. Super excited because today, the 16th of December, is a hell hat. Oh, hell hat. We are listening to Floating Goat. Death Metal bringing you the hell. Please enjoy them. Uh, go out and buy their 2LP that just came out. And um, it's on real vinyl. They're Floating Goat. Look them up. Like them on Facebook. Thanks for listening to Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. We're going to be right back with a hell hat. It's absolutely true. Hooray. This is the hell hat here on Mutiny Radio. Gonna time myself so I don't go too long. You guys are listening. Uh, Although people aren't listening right now inside, I know that you're all listening on the podcast and the whatever. So, No, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, but this is uh, this is Hell Hat. It's a different kind of show where we pull out of a hat. I'm going to pull out of the old hat, not the new hat, just because to show people and if you're listening on the internet podcast radios, how it's done on the Hell Hat is uh, the comedians pull out of a hat that were all audience suggestions. Uh, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. They'll come in when they're ready. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Get food. Do your thing. What kind of king would you be? Well, this is actually quite perfect because obviously I am a shitty king because I'm inside my kingdom and nobody's here in my kingdom. Uh, Everybody's outside my kingdom. Clearly, what's outside the kingdom is cooler than what's inside the kingdom. Also, it's really cold outside. They must really want to smoke cigarettes. I don't know. I'd let people smoke pot inside my kingdom, but it's fine. We'll just keep pulling things. It's fine. Hey. Hey. Uh, That one, I don't even know what it means. Oh, no, I started the show. It's 8 o'clock. That's just the way it happens. Oh, no, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, Did you ever drive? Oh, don't worry about it. They don't have to. It's okay. You guys are all just on the show. It doesn't matter. They're not. It doesn't matter. They're just on the show. You don't have to... The people on the show don't have to come in and... Li- it's fine. No, you don't have to. It's... You don't... You can hang out outside and talk. It's... You didn't... I didn't want you to make them come in. I just started it at 8 o'clock because it starts at 8 o'clock. So... And I just thought I'd start it. It's, you know, just because I have to... I mean, I have to leave at 9.30 anyways for that other show that's at that other place. Um... Did you ever drive in one of those British countries? No, and I don't drive. I haven't driven a car in um, since 
July, no, Mar- May 31st, 2007. I haven't driven a car, so I don't drive at all. Uh, I don't even know. I mean, it, I, if I was going to drive in a British country, it might be a good time to start because I don't even remember how to drive. So if I'm going to have to drive on the other side of the road, now's the time, you know, when you just, you're not impressioned either way on how to, I don't know how to drive. I mean, I, 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 I seriously, I was hyperventilating last night because it was raining and Jonathan was trying to drive us back from this South City someplace and I was, I mean, I was seriously hyperventilating. I thought we were, we were going to die in the car. I was like, how do people drive in the rain? We're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to stay at home with our cats. Uh, that one's boring. I'm pulling out of the old. I'm pulling out of the old bin. Don't worry. I'm not pulling out of the new ones for today. I'm just pulling out of the old bin because I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. I don't want to ruin it for you guys because clearly we can't ruin anything tonight. Uh, these are just terrible suggestions. No. Okay. So it says, it says, do a joke that never works, but you won't give up on it. Uh, I haven't done this joke in a long, 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 long time. Uh, and it goes like this. Uh, have you guys, have you ever been to, to Georgia? Anybody ever been to one of those southern countries? One of those crazy places? Yeah, southern. So I went to Georgia and I saw that one of the highways had been adopted by the KKK. Yeah, right? It was so crazy. It was like being taken care of by the local... And before you get worried about whatever was going on, just because they were changing the asphalt from black to white, that wasn't, they weren't being racist. It's because they were going to use the recycled bones of dead Jews. So that's why they were changing the asphalt from black to white. It's, this is a green thing. The KKK is going all green, you guys. They're recycling bones. They're also taking away uh, all of the, uh, the lamps, uh, the actual lights, they're, uh, they're just going to have burning crosses all the way up and down the highway. Uh, and they, they were really, they were a little worried about the carbon emissions from that, right? So they decided to go solar. So they're going to have uh, black solar panels and they'll, they'll actually be hanging those from the trees next Tuesday. It's because they're going all green. The KKK, the white supremacists are going green now. Trying it. That's a joke that never works, and I <laughs> haven't done it in a long time. People, they don't, they don't see, they don't. People don't seem to think it. It has legs, you know. Uh, this says I have trouble loving blank. <sighs> I have trouble uh, loving smelly people. That's pretty much, they say that, they say that, um, no, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to love people who smell bad. It, I think that's true. Um, I I don't know. I, I was on a plane the other day. I was actually Wednesday and, uh, I had to keep getting closer and closer to my beautiful, wonderful boyfriend because, uh, the guy next to me's breath, uh, it was like there was an animal farting out of his mouth every time he breathed and I for a while I was like is someone farting what is the terrible smell and then I realized it's this man and then he got on a phone call when we were at a little break on the plane and he started talking to somebody saying oh honey I'll see you and I'm gonna be really hungry 
and she's not going to be hungry for anything coming from he smell I couldn't believe that a person would like it he would breathe toward me I just had to keep it was like you know usually it's like the plane I would want to complain about crying children or something that this was like it was like dead animals crawled into his mouth and I wanted to be like do you need help I have a dentist friend I don't People that smell bad or not, they're hard to love. That's why I can't understand why you had a girlfriend. I mean, honestly, if you had, a, if if someone had dead animal mouth and they came at you and they even they were saying nice things like, "You're the most beautiful woman I've ever met," I'd be like, "Get the fuck away from me!" Like, to flossing. I got floss. I mean, I have flossers in my backpack. I almost brought one out. Like. You know, maybe he had dentures, and he no, he was he was in his thirties. Uh, <laughs> it's just a dumb one. Just not even. I'll do a couple more. The answer to this question is this set. Uh, the card says the laziest thing that I've ever done. That's this set. Let's see. Okay, a cup, a couple more. Yeah, since uh, well, there are. There is one person here who's not on this show, so that's exciting for all of us, isn't it? That's, uh, yeah, I just, this is, I'm pulling from the own bag so as not to ruin the game for you guys. God, if only we could smoke, I mean, we can smoke pot inside here, but only if we could smoke cigarettes inside here, then the world would really be together. Uh, What's the deal with airline food? There isn't any anymore. They make you pay for everything. (laughs) Like it's like a dollar forty-five for pretzels now. Like the cheap, the pretzels are supposed to be free, a dollar forty-five, and they're like, oh, swipe your EBT card. No, they don't take those on the plane. It's a debit card. They won't even take debit cards. They just want credit card. What's the deal with airline food? Why won't they feed us anymore? I mean, it was gross to begin with, but at least it gave you something to do for like an hour, right? It gave you like, it gave you twenty minutes to like get excited about something, and then it came to you, and then it was like twenty minutes. And the hey, no, don't worry about it. We're all we're all good. I know the 101 is crazy. <laughs> this is another dumb one. Keep it hella real. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? What fucking millennial bullshit wrote this? <laughs> oh, keep it hella real. Uh, I'm like, ah, uh, I wanna. I don't even know how to keep it. Like. I know what a real to real is, but it's spelled different. It's an R E E L. That's what you, you do with microfiche. Remember that? <laughs> you keep it hello real to real. Microfiche. Find out information from like a long time ago. I don't know how else to keep it hello real. <sighs> like, I don't do anything hello real. I mean, like the realest thing I do is like take the bones of animals and denature them with water and heat and then like make bone jello for my cat. That's like the realest thing I do. It's pretty, is that pretty real? I made duck gelée for my cat and every time I'd be like, duck gelée, you're the best cat in the whole world. I know it doesn't go with like the song. I love my cat. I do. I do. I'm so worried about him because he's getting really skinny, and so now I'm feeding him ev- everything. Everything. Nothing is off limits for my cat. 
I, I bought him, I made him sashimi grade fucking salmon today. I love my cat. I never, may he never die. Uh, he's going to die. He's getting so skinny. Uh, dick joke. I'm going to end on a dick joke. I'm going to end on my um, a dick joke about my cat. My cat has a surprisingly big penis for a cat. I haven't been doing, I haven't, I don't have a fifth grader hanging out with me, so I can't like do a, like a good study of the size of cat dicks. Do you know? Like I need, this is one of the science fair projects. I just, I need an army of fifth graders because I have a lot of science questions to be answered and I need small children with me so that I can ask these questions without, with like impunity. So people won't be like, why is the weird lady measuring cat ticks? And I'm like, because I'm hanging out with a fifth grader and we're trying to see the average size of a cat tick, right? Like that's a study. That's important. I think like the, Trying to check the size of cat dicks. I think this is important for kids to find. I think this is science. This is not. Is this not science? My other question is: If a dog pees outside in the snow, what's the temperature of the outside, and how quickly does it take it from body temperature to a colder rate? I'd like to test this. I'd like to get pe- not petri too small. Uh, get do- well. Then I'm going to need an army of children to collect dog pee outside and then you know like they're following the dog they're putting it under the dog's dick like while it's so they're going up to it while it's getting on a tree and then collecting and then getting temperature gauges maybe the temperature things where you can shoot it and it tells you the immediate temperature and you have to keep shooting it to find out what i'm saying is i need i need 10 to 12 fifth graders i know that sounds creepy but i'm telling you it's for science okay that's gonna be my dick joke okay yay well we have two people who are not on the show tonight which i'm excited about i'm gonna we're sing the song and then we'll just get right started with this crazy hell hat we've got a fuzzy fluffy hat over there with a bunch of new ideas in it and a weird big bag if anyone gets bored this is the bag of all of them from the history of hell hat so it's like it's deep and ugly in here uh woo they're all different too i have no idea how people just keep writing different things and they're always different it's crazy uh the song never changes though sing along with me m-u-t-i-n-y comedy clubhouse comedy clubhouse. comedy clubhouse. together we will bring our jokes up high hi 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 White Wookiees, good stuff, man. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy clubhouse. You want to come and summon clubhouse? Yeah! Yay! All right, it's a hell hat edition. If you want to add anything, there's pens, and you can do it, and there's a hat, and we're going to get started with your first comedian. He wanted to go up early. He's going to be hilarious. Clap your hands in a slappy-like fashion for David Klein! The real is this thing on? Hello, hello, is this on? Hello, uh, you know, if anyone asks you why you're measuring dick, I don't think a good answer is like, Oh, I'm hanging out with a bunch of fifth graders, <laughs> like, don't mind me, that's why I'm measuring, uh, oh, this animal dick temperature. So dangerous, Pam. You live on the edge. Would you rather eat a live goldfish? Or kill a chicken. Um, uh, I mean, I should probably kill a chicken because I eat chickens. 
Um, but goldfish have a three-second memory. That was a really bad setup, um, but homeboy in the back laughs, so that's pretty tight. Uh, yeah, bro. Guess what? Goldfish. Is that like the safe word? It's not the safe word. Right, the magic's gone. God, I just got started. All right, what do I do? I throw this on the ground? What do I do with this? It's so, I feel... That's how much of a pussy I am. I'm such a like a trash pussy. I won't even drop a piece of paper on the ground on stage when prompted to do so. <clears throat> what are your parents most disappointed about you? Ooh. Right. What are your parents most disappointed about you? Um, my parents, since you asked, are the most disappointed, I think, about that there's, there's no kids. My dad's 70. My mom is some age I don't know. And uh, that's the truth. And I think they really want kids, and I'm married, and they're always just like asking if I'm raw dogging my wife, which is confusing. And uh, that's why. That's why they're most disappointed. I don't know if they're getting kids. Who knows? Like, it, kids, kids are very frightening, and they cost like a billion, trillion dollars that people don't have. Dick in a box. Um, yeah, so it was this skit that like Justin Timberlake did that kind of started off his career in like a comedic fashion, and it was like it was actually pretty good, and people really liked it. Okay, uh, <laughs> peed yourself. Oh, another another witticism. Um, yeah, I, I I can't remember the last time I peed myself. It, it, be, thank God, because uh, I was being molested, and I've erased the whole thing from my memory. I'm gonna need another card. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a good card now. I'm gonna get a good one. This is also a big card, so I feel feel really good. Are those magic cards you're playing with back there? Yeah. Oh my God! So dude in the back is playing Magic the Gathering. I swear to God, I have two Magic the Gathering decks in my backpack. Secret fan, secret fan. We can talk later. I got a fucking black deck, dude. Black. Uh, I swear to God, this is not. No, this. This is already the best like racial joke I've ever said, and now I'm questioning why I'm even doing comedy. This is so terrible. Um, dumbest thing you've done while stoned. <laughs> uh, okay, that's a good. That's a good one. Um, the dumbest thing I've done while stoned was going to a weird, like avant-garde art exhibit, and this is true. And I like, I think I actually forgot about this, but now I'm remembering it, and I feel uncomfortable. And it was, it was like shit art, and like there was a weird, like track going shiza, 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 and there were like Christ shits, and everything was shit. I'm not even kidding. And I had a panic attack for like three days. No, no, no. It was like so awful. I am not enjoying Hell Hat. I am not enjoying it. Like, I, I erased that from my memory. That was awful. Dude, that was, that was so terrible. Um, impersonate the worst teacher you ever had. Okay, okay. I'm trying to make this relevant to the audience since none of you have had my teachers. Um, except uh robert four hmm he's my uh mormon robot pastor and uh he's kind of everyone's teacher uh he teaches us when we touch ourselves we touch ourselves and we touch him so um let's let that pretend it didn't go i also think i messed up the syntax of the follow-up which is smart which newscasters, which, which newscasters would make the ugliest baby if they boned? That's a great question. 
The ugliest baby if they bone for newscasters. Um, okay, well, it's probably two dudes and some science because like to be on TV and be a woman, you have to be attractive. It's just like a sexist thing. It's the truth. You could be ugly as fuck if you're a dude. So no women and then because they're all fucking hot and then I don't know. It'd be like uh, O'Reilly, I think. O'Reilly's pretty ugly and he's like super Irish so he's like mean ugly. You know what I'm saying? He's just like uh, mean. Like I feel like what's so funny about Irish people and I swear to like like the mean ones, like they just look extra ugly and the nice ones just look extra ugly, like lovable. Like you can see an Irishman's, I feel like this is an Irishman like like a slur from like a hundred years ago. Let's get, let's, you know what? You know what? I don't have the, we can't do white on white race crime, okay? Talk about aliens. Oh, all right. Yeah, uh, Every, I have a lot of jokes about aliens. That's not fair. We're not going to do that. We're going to make a new joke about aliens. Um, what's cool about aliens is that they like come into the country and then like they take our jobs and then um, they don't have any monies and then like, you know, we kick them out. Um, the truth is even in a bad bro voice is not funny. Uh, that's why improv is really great. Uh, I think... Aliens, I, I think, um, you know, no, we're not telling jokes that are done. I know, no jokes, no new, no old jokes. Make a case for how Trump is going to drain the swamp. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he's gonna, he's gonna drain the swamp, dude. He's gonna be like Goldman Sachs, give me another Goldman Sachs. Um, uh, let's go, Goldman Sachs, we're gonna do all that. And then um, let's let's find some old dudes who like, you know, work for big companies. Um, and then I'm gonna find this bitch named Swamp, and then I'm gonna fuck the pussy off her. Uh, and we're gonna drain that on the ground. Um, that was as bad as I thought that would be. All right, I'm, I'm guessing this is this is coming toward the end. Yeah, it's funny. It's like my mom always says I'm quick on my feet, which is like really good for comedy. You know, when you're like being like, yo, my my mom says I'm quick. Watch it. I'm like Sharon Stone in The Quick and the Dead. Forgettable. Unwatchable. Dated referenceable. Uh, coolest dog ever. <sighs> coolest dog. Whoa. Um, that'd be Snoop Dogg because he's 80, but he looks like he's 20. Uh, boom. Uh, hack don't crack. Uh, <sighs> favorite dictation? Uh, favorite, like favorite dick, like I'm trying to think of any dictations I've heard in my life, like ever. Um, I, I, maybe I heard a court case once and that was fucking dumb. Form a metal band now. Gronthar, taking the souls of your mothers and eating your brains cause your children are dead. We're right in your head. Your hair must be red. Your beer must be bread. You'll eat till you're fed. You'll eat till you're full. We're eating your soul. You know you're full. Satan, eat your brains. Satan, all the ways. You know we're going crazy rap with the metal now. All the dogs wonder how we gonna get them now. All their bitches fucking all never, never fucking anyone. Nobody, never. Online games. Online games, play 
to say it all. Eat it, your brains. Who dropped D rocket bass all night? No one goes to rap it in a rocket all night. <laughs> okay. Um. This clock's still going. Oh, it's all downhill from here. I can't believe. It. Oh my God. I took too many of these. My time at being in a metal band uh, really paid off. I was never in a metal band, but now my time not being in one is feeling unpaid off. Um, what are shoes thinking when you put them on? These shoes are thinking like, uh, what if like, you know, you were me and then I put myself in you and then I walked all over you all day long and then I never cleaned you and then sometimes I bought other versions of you and then I bought other cheaper versions of you and then I made jokes about you and then I hid you and then I bought another version of you and then I gave you away what would you think about me that's a, that's what my shoes are thinking when I put them on they are um, Jewish my shoes are Jewish <laughs> they're very Jewish they're like what my mom say I don't know uh, hmm, I can just make Jewy sounds for the last like 10 seconds, right? That's cool, right? Ugh. 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 Don't burn me. Ugh. That's, uh, ooh. I don't, I don't like that. Actually, I feel uncomfortable. I feel, I feel like that's the problem with improv. See, that's the pro This whole thing is like a metaphor for um, why no one, it's actually not a metaphor. It's very literal. Why no one should ever talk to anyone else. Like without being like a psychopath and already having like planned every single beat out. Um, I'm done, yeah? I think I'm done. <laughs> okay. Well, my name's been David Klein. This has been really fun. I love this place, and I love Pam, and I love this show. Okay. For David Klein, getting vaguely... I don't know what the word is when you mention the Holocaust in sort of like an oblique fashion. Like, what is, what is that? Is that like... Some people call it poetry. Uh, it's, it's, it's the hell hat. Yay! Woo! It's fuzzy. It was a dead animal. It was a live animal once. And now, okay. <laughs> it's a metaphor for the, we put our ideas into it and then we birth life from death. It's magic. Uh, your next comedian uh, is a magician. Uh, it's time, if you have your drugs, it's time to take them right now. <laughs> and get ready for the comedy of your next comedian. Clap your hands wildly for Amy Bebo! Yeah. <laughs> for Pam Benjamin. And I, I think the thing that freaked me out the most was not even like the whatever jokes about that thing that may or may not have happened that's, you know, still controversial, but it was the metal band like impersonation of like you know just that freestyle out of your soul that was darkness <laughs> was anybody else kind of scared I kind of looked over at Annette and I was like I'm gonna grab his backpack and you tackle him what else is in there aside from a black deck I'm scared now all right thank you Pam Benjamin for keeping mutiny radio going I was gonna sign up for the festival but I don't have a live video of myself anywhere on the internet so I couldn't fill out the submission and I also was resistant to ever do that because like I've had like months now you know to just put a clip up there I don't want anyone to see it um let's see Sometimes, no, some things in your butt. Emergency room. Oh, I hate it when this happens. 
it's, you know, it's like here you are again, you know, and like you know the nurses by name and whatnot. It's awkward. Um, no, but honestly, when I was a kid, I learned that people put stuff in their butts and they had to go to the emergency room. Um, my my eleventh grade science teachers actually like um, taught us about that, and and we were like in a big, <laughs> we were in like a big auditorium. It was like a special science class meeting of all the classes together, you know, like lecture hall, and um, they were talking about their days as ambulance workers and the strange things that they found in the bottoms of the central Minnesota um, Catholics. And it was some creepy, creepy stuff. Anyway, I, I don't know how to act that out, and uh, I'm going to save you guys from that by, uh, I mean, what do you think would be the worst thing in your butt if you're in the emergency room? Like, <laughs> they were talking about a, a what's that? Corkscrew. They were talking about a light bulb. I'm like, like, I guess gerbil or light bulb, they're both going to be like, you know, pokey. I, don't, I, wouldn't, I was thinking incandescent because this is like 89. I guess you could go fluorescent. Anyway, good times, Mutiny Radio, um, enlightening the people about why we're in the emergency room since 2016. Okay. <laughs> we bring you the news and the dangers of modern life. That could be like a new porn channel, emergency room. What's in your butt? Bar, bar mitzvah speech. What, what if I'm a girl? What do I get? A bar? A bot. I get a bot mitzvah speech. I don't know. Like, I hope you guys all brought me money. Thanks for coming. Uh, my parents spent a lot on this, you know? Um, wait a minute. Um, the rabbi is nice, but... You know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not Jewish. I don't know. What do they do? I, I don't get invited to Jewish things. Like, I just have the hair. I get, like, mistaken for chosen people sometimes, but not in a way that brings me any financial benefits. <laughs> and they won't marry me either. I'm like a shiksa, but you know what I mean? Like, way too slutty to really marry a Jewish dude. No, but if you're going to marry one, you know, you got to be Jewish. Nobody's anti-slut for fucking. <laughs> what slits are popular for. Um, what animal would you be and why? I want to be a fucking hippo. This is not even improv. Like, I want to be a hippo because I'm tired of being like an asshole human and making so much fucking garbage, like shitting and like eating and, you know, just making a big fucking mess. Humans are like a virus on the planet and hippos do a fucking service to the planet. They eat grass all night. It's cool, you know, They're, they eat grass. Then they go chill in the fucking river and when they shit, they feed the fish. When we shit, we just make a lot of fucking garbage and waste and pollute the water. It's kind of douchey. I liked your vomiting into the compost idea from earlier. You know what I mean? <laughs> was that, you know, like that was, that was that was a different show. You guys weren't here, um, but I would be a hippo, and I would be a female hippo because like male hippos have to fucking like fight for everything. You know, they have to like you have to beat the fucking biggest male hippo to get any kind of giant hippo pussy like ever in your life, you know, you, like the fucking, the male hippos that can't beat the big giant like fucking badass hippo, the one who's boning the whole harem, um, according to David Attenborough, our favorite, um, like those, those hippos have to go hang out in shallow water where no female will go near them, because female hippos are smart enough to fucking avoid shallow assholes. Me? I have not figured that out yet. So I'm hoping for like an up level on my next birth. If we still have a fucking savanna left and any water. These are my dreams. Water for the future and our children. And hippos. 
Worst first date that turned into a relationship. <laughs> you mistake me for someone who's had a relationship <laughs> with anyone I dated. Um, worst first date that turned into, I'm still trying to think of a relationship <laughs> that was, oh, okay. <sighs> no, that doesn't really count. What, define relationship, like committed relationship or? Yeah, it's still, there's nothing there. <laughs> I can't, I'm trying to think of a bad first date. Like, I, don't, I mean, do people go on dates still and stuff? You just like fuck somebody and decide if you're going to stay together. I don't know. That, that, that never happened for me, you guys. <laughs> the last guy I was trying to date got a chicken Ethiopia pregnant like the month before he met me. I had like four days of excitement. Like, oh, this dude could be like a fucking cool dude. And then he's like, did I tell you I got this chick pregnant? But I didn't believe her. But, but it's true. I had, my, I had to make my cousin go find out. Dry cleaners. I can't afford dry cleaners. Like, <laughs> I live in Oakland in like a sketchy church. Um, yeah, dry cleaners. I guess what, they're like Chinese, right? <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm a racist again. <laughs> Ancient Chinese secret. Didn't that come from like, you know? Damn it. Now that's like some kind of cleansing product. Punchlines before premises. I don't have punchlines, nor do I have like well-developed premises. I just like to stand in front of people occasionally. Um, yeah, I don't. My shit's not set up that way. Like I just, I don't, I can't just differentiate like between a punchline and a premise. Maybe this is why only Pam books me. <laughs> just kidding. It's also because I'm hibernating in my house, and I don't care. What parent do you love more and why? I love my mom because she's not a misogynist. <laughs> that was funny. That was a punchline. <laughs> I mean, isn't anybody else's? Anybody's dad who's not a misogynist? Wow, like. <laughs> Your dad's a feminist? That's awesome. See, you look happy. <laughs> Thanks, dad. I got in the biggest fight with my dad like when Trump got elected because he kept posting all this shit, you know, this like these memes and he didn't even vote for Trump but he kept putting all these fucking shit memes of like you know just like douchey bullshit and I was like so every time he put some douchey bullshit I'd be like I, I basically was like that is the worst thing I've ever heard like what the fuck is wrong with you you have daughters and then people called me out for being like a douche and I was just like sad old man get a fucking clue that's my song for my dad he's not gonna hear it he doesn't he's, he's not that interested <laughs> Oh, good times. Worst time on stage, as if it's not right now. No, um, this is fun. <laughs> I'm grateful to be here. You guys all grateful to be here? How are the humans? You're all so quiet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't hold on to bad memories and shit. Like, you know, like just, oh, remember that one time when you really sucked, Bebo? Yeah, that was terrible. Oh, you sucked. Oh, yeah, it's burned into my brain. Oh, it was shitty. Oh, my God, the people didn't laugh. I don't know. Like, normally the, like, the time on stage that you're at any kind of open mic while all the comics in the back are just fucking talking about themselves like egotistical douchebags, that's my worst time on stage. You know, so like any time you could be at the brainwash or anywhere, you know what I mean, where the people don't give a fuck and just are like, guess what I did, you know? And you're like, oh, my God, I can't wait to hear more about it. Why don't you talk about it on stage? Pay a fucking attention. That's why I don't come out. You don't see me because I don't give a shit. But I love you, Pam Benjamin. <laughs> I just, but I don't care about open mics. You can't make me try to care. Okay. 
Least favorite thing about holidays, bullshit, garbage-making, shopping, fucking assholery. Am I wrong? Is, is, that, is there something worse about the holidays than that? Fucking garbage-making, China, like, consumption, like, sadness comparisons. I mean, that's the worst thing. The best thing about the holidays is like when people care about each other for like a little bit and like care about feeding people and like whatever. But I would say like the least favorite thing about this holiday is like, oh, that massacre that's happening in Syria, in Aleppo, you know, that is some fucked up shit. That is the worst thing about this holiday for me, you know, because I'm like, oh my God, I've been trying not to watch the video, but then I watch this one of this sad teacher. Like, oh my God, everybody's dying. I mean, sure, you, you only come to this fucking planet and you get like a life and it's a blessing and we don't know how it's gonna be. So this genocide obviously being different because people have fucking Twitter, you know? <laughs> you know, this genocide is worse because of Twitter. Thank you, Twitter. Can they shut down Donald Trump yet? You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't that be great if Twitter was just like, we can't handle your hate speech anymore? and just shut him down, just, you know, because they do that, right, if people, like, harass other people. Like, if he keeps, like, harassing just, like, random union bosses or, like, 15-year-old girls or whoever he's got his little, like, hard dick, like, angry for. God, that guy. I cannot believe that shit. I'm not pleased. I haven't done much comedy since Trump got elected because with all the crying, you know, <laughs> it's so hard to get on stage. Non-work things I do at work. I don't really have a job. Um, but I look at my phone, probably. <laughs> it would be the thing. I mean, who doesn't look at their phone all the time? It's like, uh, we call the phones uh, STDs, screen time devices. Because it is like a disease. Like, if one person picks up a phone and another person sees it, they pick up their phone. It's like, are you getting attention? Like, oh, I, it's, it's, like, it's an it's a STD. So I would say that that, I, I don't have like a real job. I, I thought about getting one, and then I thought, I'd rather like jump into a tiger pit. So I'm not gonna get one. So, all right, you guys, thank you so much. Thanks for being here and coming out. God bless. Happy fucking Christmas and happy holidays. Hey, yay, we people, happy Christmas and the holidays, yay. Uh, I would have to say the best thing about Christmas is eggnog, by far. Absolutely. Eggnog is the best thing. If you haven't had a quart of eggnog yet in this wonderful holiday season, then you haven't lived. You're not living. All right, your next comedian is living. He came all the way up here from the South Bay. Hey, everybody. Slap those meat paws together. For David Stolowitz, yay! Well, here I am in hell. Is this working? Okay. If you had to sleep with a relative, who? <laughs> hmm. I'd sleep with God. <laughs> Weirdest thing your family did during the holidays. <laughs> um... Uh, I started a political war with uh, my grandfather and my uncle. <laughs> I got really drunk. I was jealous of my brother and his supposedly perfect life. It's not really. He's in the army. He just hasn't gone to war yet. Um, <laughs> but the fucker has like a house and a wife 
and a kid on the way and two awesome dogs and i'm 27k in debt um so yeah i uh, surrendered to the dark side on that that year uh, yeah so 2014 christmas was not very fun <laughs> Crowd work now. I like your work, Amy. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> You're very colorful and festive. I like. <laughs> no, I like your hair. It's it's bouncy. Like you could do shampoo commercials if you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Oh, you want some more? Okay. <laughs> All right. How are you doing, Pam Benjamin? <laughs> okay. So how are you doing, Pam? <laughs> oh, okay. Do you really? It stinks up the place. It's impossible to get it out. Oh, okay. Do you smoke much? Yeah. How long have you been smoking for? Uh, over 20 years. Mm. So how old were you when you started? 18. 18. Okay. So is it like they say, like, did you do it just to be cool? or were you? Yes. Okay. Yeah? Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I started smoking cigarettes like three years ago. I, I go through phases. Like, I'll have none for like three weeks, and I'll smoke like four in a row. It's very weird. Oh, cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, my boyfriend smokes it. Uh, he doesn't do it too much, but he's a daily smoker. Um, and... Uh, he wanted me to give up acid, but then I wanted him to give up cigarettes, so we're a stalemate. <laughs> Let's see. How did they stage the moon landing? Ah. Well, one night in Studio 54, Frank Sinatra got really drunk with Sammy Davis Jr. I'm not sure that's the same era, but... Uh, <laughs> He's like, dude, we should totally play this trick on the country. I mean, I know people, you know people. We travel all over the nation, even to Hawaii, whenever we want. We could pull this off. Yeah? Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's convince them they went to the moon. And that's how it began. <laughs> um, oh, you want more? Okay. Right, I'm the storyteller. Um, so um, they got this uh, thing together with Stanley Kubrick. And uh, he was actually responsible for the whole thing. That's why he has such inside information on it. Um, and uh, he was dropping some acid too at the time. And he was like, dude, we should stop persecuting people for this stuff. It's actually quite therapeutic in small, reasonable doses. <laughs> and they're like, oh, wow, you're so far out, man. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's see. So what happened after that? Anybody else want to jump in? <laughs> <laughs> <No>? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love chain stories. Those are fun. I like to play them. I haven't done one in years. Um, let's see. Is the earth flat? Um, well, what's flat really? I mean, flat is an illusion. We look at things and they're not really cubical. You can't square the circle. The alchemists tried for centuries. So we have to acknowledge that uh, maybe the very micron we're standing on is flat, but the rest of it, the curvature is just so gentle and smooth and graceful that uh, our clumsy human eyes can't pick up such perfection. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,
how would you camouflage a tiger pit in the marina? <laughs> Interesting idea. Um, <laughs> one wonders about the purpose of said tiger pit. <laughs> Is it for entertainment? Okay, it's Sausalito. That's what's going on. They're bored. They need to buy tigers to entertain themselves because they can't compete over private schools anymore. They all suck. Um, so somebody comes up with this idea, let's get a tiger pit together. I mean, we never use the boathouse anyway. None of us know how to sail. Watts was right. <laughs> so they get together, and they've got three tigers, and some douchebag has to one up with his buddy, and he's like, I got to get a white tiger from Vegas. I know a guy. Um, and this started the plot to the next Hangover movie. <laughs> Um, and then I just stop. I don't know. <laughs> I'm abrupt. What can I say? Um, three reasons why you're a comedian. Um, cheaper than therapy. An actual show I've heard here in town. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, it's my personal form of exorcism. If I don't do it, the devil will consume my soul and rip it apart like a Hellraiser movie. Um, and number three is just fun. And I like meeting new people. <laughs> yes, I am dark. If you don't like that, you can go to Fargo and jump at a wood chipper. It's what I do. If you were president for a day, um, okay, I wouldn't push the button. I wouldn't push the button. I wouldn't push the button. <sighs> I'd find something significant but overlooked that would help out a lot of people for a long time but wouldn't necessarily get a lot of press, like funding libraries or something. I just make sure libraries would get funded and I think everything would work out. <laughs> Thank you, FC. <laughs> Small talk go-to? Um, a go-to like uh, a default conversation? Hmm. Um, <sighs> video games. I like Assassin's Creed. Sucks at way too much time though, oh my god. And I, I thought I got the newest one, but it wasn't even the best one. It was like the little PlayStation Portable games that they cobbled together to make an Xbox game. So, but you know, at the same time, I realize how spoiled I've gotten because I'm expecting like these lush, four-dimensional graphics and epic surround sound with a physics engine. And I'm like, oh man, it's only 3D. <laughs> yeah. So uh, don't play video games too much. <laughs> Let's see, Dijon or French's? Dijon, much classier, a little sharper taste. Um, and I always like those snooty, funny commercials. You know, what is that? Oh, it's Dijon, you know? I like that shit, it makes me nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wanted to know. <laughs> Life is beautiful. Um, I mean, there's ugliness too, but I think that's part of a bigger picture. I don't know why, but I have faith. Weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, let's see. Where do you get the shirt you're wearing? Ooh, I got to show you the shirt I'm wearing then. Hang on. I'm on three layers right This was uh, also a gift from my parents. It's much older, or much, 
Hi, person. <laughs> this, like all my clothes at this point, because I hate clothes shopping, is a gift from my boyfriend when he went to Puerto Rico <laughs> for a week without me. I took his friend instead and pretty much told me I just should have saved up more money during Thanksgiving. <laughs> so I got a fucking sack that way! <laughs> and then I got evicted. <laughs> more true stories, let's go. That's nice. My parents still love each other too. They just don't love me. So it's fine. Oh, I know. It's holiday time. All right. Your next comedian is a lady who's very funny. And she has a great show here at Mutiny Radio on Thursdays from 8 to 10 p.m. called Ask a Divorcee. So right now, be excited and laugh at her jokes and whatever comes out of this hat. It's Annette Mullaney. Yay! Fucking Dijon, dude. Like, this is why Trump won. <laughs> Jesus Christ, fucking cultural elitism. You like those commercials? You identified with the dude in the fucking limo who rolls down? Look, I mean, it's French is all the way. I'm from the Midwest. My palate is very refined. You can trust me on that. Um, I just, I like a company that has to reassure consumers that its name does not mean it's actually a French company in the aftermath of the Iraq war. That was the important thing when a country goes to war is reminding which products may or may not have French provenance. Um, yeah, fuck your Dijon. <laughs> Let's see. Last non-food item you ate. Dick last night. What's up? Getting it. Bam. Bam. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been seeing this dude and uh, I don't mean to brag, but I'm going to because uh, he's very handsome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's great, although, I, and I'm not saying this, like, I'm definitely biased, but he is objectively handsome. Like, when we go out in public, strangers are so happy for me. Uh, I think the women, I'm giving the women hope, and the dudes, they assume I must have money or just an amazing puss or, like, a really good blackmail game. They don't know what my black magic is, but they respect it. What are shoes thinking when you put them on? This one happened. That one had to get back in twice. Although, uh, if shoes are anything like me, then they're thinking, you know, you couldn't even wash it before you tried to put it in me. <laughs> um, dying thoughts of a goldfish. Uh, well, I guess um, since goldfish have the... I think this is actually not a real fact that goldfish have three-second memory, but I'm going to continue to espouse it. Um, so I think as they're dying, they probably have the, oh, God, I'm dying. Oh, God, I forgot, but now I'm dead. Like, over and over again, they just have the constant realization that it's happening until it does. 
Um, which is kind of dark, right? They never reach that place of acceptance with death. Like, have you ever thought that maybe the way you want to go is like your car gets blown off a bridge? Because at that point, like, you have no fault in it. You have no responsibility. You just get that moment to be like, this is incredibly absurd and just come to peace with your maker, you know? Goldfish doesn't have that. The entire way down, it's just constantly realizing like, oh, God, what's over there? Oh, God. Oh, look. Oh, God. (laughs) Let's see. Sergio Leone, Nini. Uh, okay. Despite not knowing how to pronounce that, I do know that that's the dude who made um, spaghetti westerns like uh, A Fistful of Dollars and The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Um, I don't know what I'm supposed to say about that. Uh, I guess, um, you know, a lot of dudes really like those movies. The main character, right? He's this dude who shows up. He does rock a hot poncho. Um and no lie, at Burning Man two years ago, I did hook up with a dude just because he was wearing that poncho and that hat, and it was easy to find him. Like, I lost him uh, at one point, so I went back to where I had found him previously, and I was like, there's a dude bouncing around here who looks like the man with no name in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Found him. Uh, he was not as enamored with me as he had been the night before on acid, apparently. Some of the magic wore off. Um, But point is, that is a very toxic example for masculinity. Like, men really should express their feelings more. That man, like, he clearly, he just goes straight to shooting. It's not not a very enlightened way to be in the world, men. It's not a good role model. Okay. Why you do comedy. Some of these are repeats. Um, I actually started doing comedy because I got crippled. Uh, so I used to spend all my free time long distance hiking and that's how I dealt with feelings, um, was just to hike 40, 50 miles every weekend, got crippled, couldn't do that anymore. I had to find an outlet. So I started coming to comedy, um, and subjecting myself to a different type of masochism, I guess. Uh, let's see. Could your parents, call your parents and tell them you're in love with someone else's parents? Oh, shit, y'all. Um, that's an adorable suggestion. Uh, <laughs> it, is, it is bedtime for my parents on the East Coast. Um, they're in the Midwest. They go to bed at, they are divorced, but they both go to bed separately at 9 p.m. every night. And they wake up, like my dad wakes up at 5 a.m. And his biggest gripe in life, like my dad's doing pretty well for himself. Um, He's about to retire. He loves bike riding. His biggest gripe in life is that his local health club, the gym, doesn't open until 6.30. And he's like, what do I do with all this extra time? The paper doesn't arrive at 4.30. I'm up. I've made breakfast. There's no paper. I can't go to the gym. I know that struggle. Uh, My... (laughs) Just raring to get going on all my days. Wish that there was even more morning. Um, <laughs> just love it. Um, both of my parents are the type of people who, like, they don't have coffee in their houses. That's how much of morning people they are. Um, they consider me, like, a strange spawn. I'm pretty sure my dad thinks I must be someone else's kid. Because there's just, one, we don't look anything alike. Uh, two, genetically... Both of my parents have light eyes and I have dark eyes, which is supposed to be genetically impossible. So that's maybe a clue. Um, But three, I seem like a completely different person to them. Uh, Everyone else in my family wakes up early, 
doesn't drink coffee, uh, has a sense of shame in public, and <laughs> I have so far just been not going in the family way. Let's see. Clean and jerk. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so this is a weightlifting move. Um, I'm really surprised, actually, that I've made it this far into a conversation without mentioning that I lift. Um, the guns are sheathed right now, but let me tell you, these are getting pretty fucking impressive. Um, mostly just because I work the glamours. No actual functional strength at this point. Um, I really am hoping, though. My, the, the one thing I'm, that's getting pretty good is my deadlift, which is the one where you just pick it up straight off the floor. You use your hamstrings quite a lot. Um, I'm really hoping one day I'll be at like a party and some sort of cylindrical object will have fallen because it needs to be perfectly balanced. I don't yet have functional strength. Um, let's see, anything else about weightlifting? It's fucking dope. I, re I recommend all women do it. Um, the only issue, I, it does limit my pool of dudes I can date because uh, I find a lot of men find it really intimidating, the size of my guns. Um, like I've actually, I was on a date with this one dude and he told me really sadly, like his face was falling and he goes, I think your arms are bigger than mine. And like, number one, you don't need to voice all your insecurities, dude. Uh, number two, I don't think the correct time to tell me that was when you were inside me. It really ruined the mood. Definitely ruined it. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> Share a reg a regret. <laughs> it's like, what's a regret? Um, let's see. What is a regret? Uh, I regret in fifth grade not letting this. Uh, this we went to a roller rink, and they had one of those things where um, you could partner up and do a race, and one person like sat down and the other person pushed them, and one of the cutest boys in the class asked if he could race with me, but I assumed, probably correctly, that he was doing it to like make fun of me, so I said no. But then he asked another girl who was also a big loser, and they went and they had like a good time, and they just, you know, probably just chose her and me because we were both uh, quite scrawny for our age and so easy to win the contest. But you know, I feel on some level, that could have been the beginning of something beautiful. Like, if I had said yes to that race, I might have not graduated college a virgin, you know what I'm saying? Like that could have been a whole different trajectory where I just established my slut cred in fifth grade and then wrote it from then on. Um, uh, God, yes, yeah, so that's a big regret, that's a big regret. Instead, I had to wait for my first kiss at cross country camp where all the cool kids get down. <laughs> Fart hard enough to fly. Should have talked to me earlier after I had some chips. Um, now I don't think that I can. I don't. Can people? Can people fart on command? That is such body control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you always have one in the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't always have one in the chamber, which sucks because this is actually my mom's like rape prevention advice to me when I was younger was <laughs> was well it's, it's similar but she was like look if a dude ever tries to rape you just take a shit <laughs> and I was like I don't always have one
to go, dude. Um, but yeah, you know, maybe one day I'll get to implement that. <laughs> okay. Guided meditation. Ah, oh, y'all. I have been reading so many books about meditation. Um, I haven't actually implemented it yet, but I have such a good idea about the benefits it gives you that I'm not in uh, doing. Um, so yeah, does everyone, everyone take a big deep breath, breathe it in, let it out, a cleansing breath, breathe it in through your nose, breathe it out, tell yourself that everything's okay, because death means that your mistakes don't matter, you'll be fine. All right, uh, thank you guys very much, I've been Annette, and this was fun, but also terrifying. guided meditation don't worry about death everything will be okay because your next comedian will make you laugh and his mustache I mean it is worth so much laughter <laughs> I feel like I want to I feel like he just walked you look with your hair too you look like my dad in the 70s <laughs> put your hands together everybody for Jeremy Delamonte What they say, Pam, a mustache is worth a thousand words. It's true. What do we got here? What is this? Why cats are for superior are far superior to people. Uh just because they live way better lives, they're happier, I guess. They're it's not like really a contest, you know, you can't be better at life than someone. If you're doing what you want to do, then you're fine. So are you doing what you want to do? If the answer is no, you're not better than a cat. Okay? Sorry. So go home. Think about it. Take a fucking nap. You know, whatever. Scratch someone in the face. You know? Fucking do what you feel like doing. Cats are, they're pretty cool. They're not far superior. Just like, beep. It's neck and neck. What, what, oh, what woke me up last night? Uh, my neighbors, they have a party. They had a party. They have a party? That's bad English. They have party. It was out of control. I don't even know how to speak anymore. I just, uh, yeah, it's weird because, like, the situation's really turned. Like, it used to be two girls downstairs, and my brother hooked up with one of them. I live with my brother. And um, she was texting him all the time, like, never came up to tell us problems. And now it's, like, two college kids below us, you know, and, like, I don't know, they're obnoxious. I was obnoxious, too. I used to play, they, my brother would get texts about, uh, hey, don't play, you know, Usher, let it burn all fucking day. <laughs> He wasn't even home. That was me. If you just knocked and told me, I would have stopped. I wouldn't have wanted to because it's a beautiful fucking song, but, you know. So just talk to your neighbors. They, what they do is if you knock, they don't answer. And you know they're there because they're blasting shit. Like, I know somebody's home. All right, can I pull from this one? Sure. That's also a hell hat, right? That's where you put the ears right there. What's going on? Uh, t talk about that time you got sick. That's like every time I pop an ollie, so, I mean, that's fucking hard. See. <laughs> fucking God. What is this one? Oh, that's a, that's. Yeah, real funny. Who's the prankster? You guys think that's funny? Put it in, yeah, in the hell hat. Ha ha, guys. Yeah, I'm supposed to riff off that? Nice. Yeah, a bunch of fucking comics, huh? Let's, uh, let me get that. Let me get one of these ones. I don't trust that shit anymore. Fuck that. Trying to do me dirty, fucking. No suggestion, huh? You fucking asshole.
All right, I will stand here silently. <laughs> Why do bald people have nothing to worry about? What are you talking about? Yeah, they do. You can still get shot. Uh, just because you're bald, you're not fucking... You got plenty of shit to worry about. Like, you don't have hair. That's something to worry about, right? Who the fuck is... Is that a bald guy in that? Ashton Tate. <laughs> Damn, you're snitching real quick, Pam. Hey, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I just Ashton wrote that shit. Okay, who was the blank one? Who wrote that shit? Who did that? If I was bald, I would just wear, like, leather cap. I would wear, like... I would wear that. Just fucking no one would know, right? Or some presidential shit. Like the little rolls, you know? That's what I would wear if I was bald. That's what you got to worry about is fucking don't just walk around bald all the time, you know? Put something on, you fucking pervert. <laughs> Defend Trump. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to do it, like, verbally. I guess I would just, like, build a wall and then, you know, so no one could get in and do that shit. I would... I don't want to. You don't tell me what to do, fucking piece of paper. You know? You're not the boss of me. He has nice hair. I don't know. He's not he's bald. What's, uh, what's this one? Can I, can I redo these ones? Yeah. How did this, how did they stage the moon landing? Well, you already covered that. I mean, <laughs> we all know that. It was Hamlet. Who's your daddy? What does he do? Uh, my dad is a Mexican orphan from Ciudad Juarez. I always got to emphasize that shit because I've never said it right until now. <laughs> He's from Juarez. Uh, and he grew up in the barrio and threw rocks at people's heads and swam across here illegally and fucking commuted to work via Rio Grande and then married a white woman and had two little anchor babies. You know, he's got just short of a picket fence for the American dream. So there we go. That's kind of a, that was kind of an attack on Trump, I feel like. I did the opposite of Yeah, dude. Fucking, he didn't come over here. This is like five of them. I'll just here, you know what? I'll put these in here. This will be my own little personal hell hat. Lesbians have cooler hobbies. Discuss. Um, I'd, yeah, I guess, is eating pussy a lesbian hobby? Uh, that sounds like a pretty cool hobby. I would like, if I had that or like that or painting, you know, little models, easy, easy. And there's, you know, they have way cooler hobbies because anyone who has a hobby is a fucking loser, you know? If you need hobbies, like, you're like, you're not doing other cool shit. You just got to have hobbies. You just sit at home and like, you're like, oh, I don't know. Fuck people with hobbies. If you go to a hobby store, if, you know, you're not eating pussy, right? <laughs> Santa's cookies. That kind of falls under the umbrella of eating pussy also. I don't know. <laughs> Santa that, what's this, Santa that fat fuck, you know, it's a piece of shit. I hate Santa Claus, you know. Handmade ornaments. These are, this is very Christmas, is this, yeah, okay. No, 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 don't. Maybe. Wow. <laughs> you guys in the same gang, like a, a gang of snitches, just like, yeah, do it. You want to be cool? You got to fucking tattle, you know? Mm. I feel like I had more mean things to say about Santa, but I threw that away too quickly. Uh, fire alarm. It's, uh, does this place have one? I don't... I think we're good. No, we don't. Fuck it, you know? 
We'll just see a fire if it happens. I'll be a fire alarm. I'll be a fucking, like a town crier. And I'll light the torch of Gondor. And then they'll be like, oh, there's a fire happening over there. You know? And then that's a bad way to tell people there's a fire. You know? <laughs> Shouldn't light a torch. You just call 911. Unless, you know, don't be a snitch. Don't snitch on fires. You know? What the fuck? You get burnt like that, homie. Payment policy for first dates. Uh, it really depends on the first date, I think, right? There's no, like, policy. You just, like, you get dinner, I'll pick up 40 ounces, and then we'll walk around, I'll show you the, you know, we'll hit the town. Right? You know, just fucking, that's my policy. Play it by ear. If I have money, then I'll, I'll pay for some shit. Yeah, I pay for shit. I pay for a ton of shit. I pay for everything. That's... That's my payment policy. What do you want? You want Jack in the Box? You want tacos? You got it. All right. You want a 40? Let's go. <laughs> payment policies. I'm not fucking. You don't crunch numbers on a first date. You don't want to date someone who's like fucking calculating that shit. You know? It's a piece of garbage. It's problems later on in life, you know? They're going to be like, oh, you owe me for the ring I bought you, you know? It's fucking. Name and be your favorite drug. Name and be it, so I just name myself. Well, the kids are calling it Jeremy, and I hear they're fucking, that's, I would just name a drug after me. Like, you hit the J, you just fucking, no, that's a joint already. I don't, that's a, that's a toss-up. I can't be, like, that many things. I'm just one man. I can't be mushrooms, acid, weed, and fucking masturbation, you know, all at once. You know, that's a drug. Weed's a drug, too. I'm fucking, I'm hopped up. You know? It's a drug. It's like the resin proves that it's a drug, right? In fact, if people smoke resin, you nodded like, yes. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> it is a drug. <sighs> I guess, like, I don't know. You guys don't want me to be my favorite drug. I'm just going to, like, stare at the ceiling and watch, like, paint move. And be like, Ugh. And I'll try and explain shit to you, but I can't. So you'll be like, Jeremy, are you having a bad trip? No, I'm just, just leave me the fuck alone. All right? I don't know who you are right now. And I'm okay with that. I'm having a bad time. Just, you know, fucking let me sit on the couch. Okay? Trying to be my favorite drug. I would say Jenkum. I like Jenkum. You guys do that shit? Fucking, yeah, I used to fucking huff Jenkum in high school. That's what I, that's what the cool, you know, it's, it's poop. I don't think it was a real thing. It was it was a new you guys didn't hear about that it was like a news story where they're like oh kids are it was like you ferment shit in a bag it was like a f- someone put that out there and news reported it and they were like the kids are doing jankum and like they described it like no kids were doing jankum <laughs> you know they were probably butt chugging like ecstasy or something but you know <laughs> come on Pam you know butt chugging don't act all innocent you never you know it's it's I feel like that's. I guess because I said chugging, that's for alcohol. Butt chugging is for alcohol. That's how, like how frat boys die. That's at a at a frat boy's funeral. You just kind of put one last one in him to haze him over to the afterlife, turn him upside down later, spank him on the butt, and you know. I guess, but yeah, people put Molly in their butt too because it hits faster. Yeah, I didn't go to those kind of parties. You know, in high school, but I hear that's what they did sometimes. I missed that one. Whole Foods. Uh, I have no problem with Whole Foods. It's Trader Joe's that I fucking hate because they wouldn't hire me. 
Yeah, fuck that. Like, and it was like they would send some like bullshit letters, like, "Hey, thanks for applying," you know. I'm like, but we're just like bullshit. Like, you don't care. Just say like, send a letter that says no. Don't be like, we really appreciate this shit, uh, blah, blah, blah. Captain Adam. You know, it's like you're not a fucking captain, dude. You work at Trader Joe's. You don't command shit in life. You put cans of beans on a shelf. Why can't I? I can do this shit, dude. Trust me. You don't even have a, like, the place I interviewed at didn't even have a real store yet. It was just like a guy in, like, a portable box interviewing me. Like, how dare you fucking judge my life, dude? Working in a box while they do construction? Fucking ought to throw you overboard. They're way too pirate-themed. It's not even even pirate. I think it's just like, let me get one more. I'll I'll, I'll get too angry at Trader Joe's. Oh, which one do I want? Pam pick, please. All right. What is going to kill you? Ooh. Wow. Um, you know, I, like, when I was younger, it'd be like, oh, it's going to be drugs and, like, drinking. Like, I don't, it's not, I don't think. That'll, like, be, like, slowly long-term. But what's going to kill me? I don't, probably a dude with a knife, I would imagine. <laughs> That's, like, my bet, you know? And I think I know who it is. All right, I'm Jeremy Talmontes. You guys have a good night. A dude with a knife is going to kill Jeremy Telemontes. My right kidney is going to kill me. It's going to be a lot of fun someday. It's going to raise its ugly head and stare at me in the face. Stabbing me. We are, we have one last comedian here, and I'm excited to see what he pulls out of the hat. If We, we probably won't run out of things, but if we do, we still have that many more. You guys are going to love this guy. He's off the rails. Hilarious. FC Sierra, yeah! <laughs> Sadie, you're in the bathroom. I know I was going to make you leave, but I don't want to lose a third of my non-comic audience. So uh, if possible, just... No, you don't have to leave. She's never seen me do comedy before. Uh, yeah, we've, we've been dating for a while. Like, I, I performed in front. It just wasn't funny. So she's never seen it happen. No, she's never gone to a show. So uh, just have to preface that. So if I do bad... We can just all agree to blame her later, if that's okay. Uh, just great lady. Um, Pam, sorry. Joint for Pam. I'm not sharing this when I have the sniffles. Oh, thanks. Sorry, I have shaky hands. I'm very nervous right now. When I was a kid, uh, my grandfather would come to visit us from Mexico. (laughs) And even have really shaky hands, because he was an old guy. And he spent years just building bridges or stadiums. And he would tell us like the same five stories. It was basically like he would give us his Letterman Five. Uh, and then we would, he would have the shaky hands, and it was always funny to me. I was just like, hey, give him some soup and a shallow spoon, and then we'll watch and, you know, laugh about it. But now it's just like I'm having trouble lighting this joint right now so I could not shake as much. I, I shake before, and then I don't shake. Anyway, I got to read these things. Uh, I'm trying to waste time. You told me Knatzer did four cards and did 20 minutes. 
this means this has to take at least seven minutes on this card. I, I might have to break down word per word. Hiss if you don't get the response you want. Seven minutes on that? Ha! Huh. Interesting. But it's not like a topic. It's, not, it's more of just like, hey, uh, if you get other cards and you say stuff that you actually have value behind or you think like, hey, I did something here and then they don't respond in the way that then I have to hiss at you? That is terrible. That, I don't like that guy. <laughs> that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good at all. I really like that. Uh, I wish I had that in front of me, like, or just like a good word to call someone when you were like feeling like if I could call you bub or something like that, like, hey, bub, what now, man? What do you have to provide for me, fella? Also, the response that I want. If it's just like a facial reaction, I could deal with that. People call it microaggressions now. It used to just be called like having feelings. Uh, but now they call it microaggressions. Uh, so if just as long as like we can, I can look at you right now, sir, uh, and you just don't have a face that says you want to call me a faggot or the n-word or something like that. We're basically okay. That face right there, I didn't like microaggression. I get him. Oh my god, I saw it, and then I didn't like it, and I'm like, oh, micro. I I became a millennial right now. It just happened. <laughs> 27 years in, this is crazy. I don't like that face, fellas. Not. <laughs> is it, you think snakes are just really catty animals? They're just like looking at each other. I'm about to, I'm about to bite you guys. Watch out, fella. I'm venomous. This is odd. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna pick some. Not seven minutes. Fuck that. Anyway, he's lived like 38 years, dude. I don't have that much life experience to provide like other, he went to another country where he saw a video where people were just drowning cats for 20 minutes. Like, and he, yeah, he was on a military base. Sorry. I know. What did I, yeah, but I don't have that in my, in my body. Uh, you know, just have to watch more genocide videos, I guess. Crowdsource a joke. Hey, what is crowdsourcing? <laughs> exactly. No, really, like, what's, what's crowdsourcing? You, like, ask people for their ideas, and then you make your sense of whatever they say or something. That's, that's what crowdsourcing is? Oh, see, what happened is, on Wednesday, me and my girlfriend went to go see Dave Chappelle at the world-famous Punchline, uh, and he basically... Uh, just sits down in a chair for upwards of two hours and just chain smokes the entire time. It's basically, it's a really great commercial for American Spirits because by the end of that set, I had watched him smoke 20 cigarettes and I was like, I've never wanted nicotine more in my life right now. Uh, just seeing a cool guy smoke. Uh, but anyway, he asks questions, to the, or they ask him questions, he responds, blah, blah, blah. It's really funny. And now she's telling me to, but I'm not that guy. It's like, you don't, I'm not going to like go right after someone that's really good at soccer and be like, hey, I could, I could score too. That's not, not as easy. 
David? Can you think of something to start a crowdsource on a joke? Pick a type. Sweet or sour pickles? Sour. All right. It's better. All right. What kind of flavor? Mayonnaise based? Or is it a fucking Dijon mustard based, dude? God damn it. Oh, wow. I've never been. I've never been more on somebody's side in an argument and then still wanted to go against them by the end of it. Like, you gave the wrong examples. Like, oh, it's, it's spicy and it has great commercials. No, they aren't great commercials. It just, it makes you think like, oh, I can defend myself by being like, oh, stupid commercials, I know, but I love Dijon. And then people are like, oh, I get it. He's, he's like having to overcome something in himself in order to admit this to me right now. But you're like, I like everything about it. Ugh. I don't know if I like that positivity, dude. It's not a fan. Not a fan. Eric Cartman. Knanzer had to have gotten better ones than these, right? Like, he got some sort of world building. Now it's just like people have to sign up for the open mic and they're just like, I have to do something. Let me put two words on a sheet of fucking paper. Hey, what am I looking at right now as I try not to masturbate? And then they put Eric Cartman on the thing just because they're on Facebook and they're watching South Park. They're multitaskers. I'm not, I'm not saying they can't do that. I'm saying that it's, they're not good at this part. Uh, it's like when you see someone... And they're on the street and they're like either taking a shit or they're jerking off. And you can see like they're homeless, ostensibly. Uh, I don't want to assume. Uh, but anyway, you see someone doing that and it's like they're in public, standing on a street, being safe in the street, breathing while they do this, able to keep an erection or able to com finish a bun out of the oven. I don't, a log out of the lumber place yeah. shit getting shit out like to, they're able to do all of this and that's multitasking talent but i know at the time they're also homeless so they don't have a great skill at that thing also <laughs> so it's just like they they don't balance their skills very well i did like that These are all stuck together. The thing is, none of these are post-its. How are they that sticky? Oh my god. Did someone like, yeah, we're, oh, okay, stage floor. That's somehow not more comforting. All right. You know when you get the answer that you were looking for and you're just like, oh, this is a worse world than I thought I was in. <laughs> Like one time I was at my parents' house and my mom brought home like this shape uh, toy uh, that was like a red handle uh, and uh, it was like a red handle and then there was like two uh, like brown uh, spherical things uh, and then there was a fuzzy thing on the bottom uh, and it was just in a package on the table at home uh, and I picked it up and I was just staring at it and then my dad walked into the room. And he was staring at it, and we were both just like looking at each other, not saying what we were actually thinking. Uh, and then my mom walked into the room, uh, and we just like looked at her and we're like, "Hey, 
what's this? Uh, and she was like, oh, that's that's a new toy for the dog. It's a cool chew toy for the dog. And we were like, oh, okay, that's cool. It's a chew toy for the dog. And my dad goes, oh, yo pensaba que era un dildo, which in Spanish means, oh, I thought that was a dildo, uh, which until that moment, I didn't know not only, uh, like, I didn't know that that wasn't a dildo, but I also didn't know that my dad knew what dildos are, and he just used it in sentence. So it wasn't it wasn't his like he didn't have to pause before. He had said dildo so many times. He's just like I know how to enter into this word dildo. It's really a fun word in Spanish. I wish there was an IKEA furniture item that was built like that. They'd be like, oh, the Swedish. They, it's great. So what a what a translating word. I don't know where I started with that, uh, but. This person writes a cursive so they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> what am I? In, what, I'm not eight years old anymore, dude. If it's not a signature, which I'm going to trust, because if you just write squiggles and give me money, I'm taking it. If it's fucking cur is that an adult? What the fuck, dude? I feel legitimately insulted right now. Somebody comes out, writes something on a, a fucking ripped up piece of paper. I'm out here, I'm trying to I'm trying to find a soul so I can pour my soul out to you. And this guy's reminding me that I never knew how to write a fucking B right. Like I never they told you you wiggle it up, you go like that, it has like a gut. It has a gut. It has like you want it out, but you want it back in. And then it has the thing at the end. But you don't know if that thing is supposed to have an extra dip down or is it supposed to go straight? Is it supposed to have like the you know the, the edge of a seven when someone writes a stupid like old seven and then they have that I don't know what a B is like that's what I'm saying that makes me I was gonna say bothered but I wanted to use a word without a B in it uh, shit I can't think of an anger word without B angry boom that makes me angry with a B I I'm gonna I'm gonna think about this for years like when people wrong me like that, Pam, it takes me years to recover from that. That was cur like I somebody else had a thing like they were still regretting or they pulled it out of the hat and I immediately shot back into a thought. I was 15 years old. I was in uh, honors world study uh, sophomore year of high school. Don't worry. I got D's both semesters uh, and I was there. Uh, I had a great skill of always telling the teacher, oh, it's going to get much better in the next couple of months because my schedule's opening up. And then I would do less work over time until they finally got in there like, okay, we can get this kid out, uh, which it was fine. But Stephanie Pappas will never listen to this. Maybe a student of hers will listen to this some point. She was teaching this class in 2005, Honors World Studies. We were going over... Uh, H.G. Wells, H.G. Wells, he wrote Time Machine, War of the Worlds, all this cool stuff. I haven't read it, but I've seen the movies, and it's like, oh, yeah, I, I get it. He thought ahead. And so, uh, and so, like, she was, she was talking about this, and then all of a sudden, I remembered, she was talking about War of the Worlds, and I was like, oh, shit, Orson Welles did a radio play of War of the Worlds, 
And then he had, like, when he did this, he played it out. He, he had no intro to it. He just played War of the Worlds as, like, a radio play as if this attack by aliens was happening to people right then. And it was, like, the late 40s, early 50s, and everybody freaked the fuck out because they thought it was actually aliens attacking. I said this to the class. I was like, oh, Orson Welles did a radio play. Everybody was so scared. And then she just stopped the class immediately. Uh, and she was like, it was H.G. Wells that did War of the Worlds. And I was so put down that I just, like, I just shut up. Yeah, I shut up. I didn't say anything. I went back the next, like, I, I didn't even look it up online. Like, I didn't, I didn't look, no, sh she's not right, Pam. That's not the point. She's not right. I was there, and I had a fact, and I tried to present it as a fact to the class. Everybody else around there was like, oh, this kid thought he knew something. Now he doesn't know shit. I, if I could return back to my high school right now, it would go to that moment right then. I would go on fucking line. I would turn around. I would go online and I would tell her with the fact I would point I'd say Stephanie fucking I've had dreams about this over the years where I go and I confront her about this fact and I tell her look it's fucking Orson Welles and he's a director and he did this in the fucking 50 how could HG Wells have done it he was dead already god damn it and then once I get done with that settle the score thing I'm gonna try to find out who wrote that fucking cursive note. And I'm gonna settle wrongs. I'm gonna get up in his face. I'm gonna be like, bro, I don't like that fucking cursive. Watch out. You're about to get hissed on, motherfucker. This isn't how it usually is, babe. I should let, I should let you know. Usually I'm kind of self destructing. But now. Oh, look at Worst thing possible! I can't show that I can't show what you radio people. I I dipped into a bag. The last thing that I pulled out of there, I pulled out a fucking blank card, something in cursive I couldn't read. I put my hand in again in the same fucking thing. I pull out a it like I know all of those aren't pubes, but at least some of them have to be pubes. There's long ones in there. I know people, like, they would have to be, like, hippies with great, you know, testosterone in their body or something like that to have that long. That's hair, and that's... All right, I gotta lift it up. Oh. <laughs> you know? There... This is how you know it's happened in San Francisco and in a room that does comedy as well as uh, inspirational, informational uh, online radio. I, I have talked to a couple of the people. They tried to induct me into their gay poetry society when uh, I told them I'm not a poet. Anyway, because uh, it, has, it has red hairs, it has blonde hairs, has blue hairs, and then it has stuff that it's like, see, this is one of the reasons, and I lived, I've lived with women for the last, uh, like, five years in a row, like, or four years in a row, like, I've lived in houses with women, with only women roommates, and they are by far more disgusting than guys, like, I lived, uh, by far, like, I, all right, guys, occasionally, you'll go into the bathroom, and it's like, oh, that dude doesn't know how to wipe his ass or take a shit right, because there's, like, a, 
Illuminati triangle of shit on the top of the, it's like, hey, that's not the way to be a Freemason, bro. That's not how it works out. And then, so you see that and then I don't have the conversation because I'd rather wipe up that guy's shit than tell him, hey, bro, your parents suck because they didn't check out how you wiped your ass for the first 18. They had to have seen the shit triangle at some point. Nobody brought that up. Your mom, dad, nobody. Okay. And then that's fine. But you walk in it like... I had to clean drains once every three or four months, and I was the only, it was because after three or four months, I was like, okay, water is not, like, I shouldn't be in a puddle of water in this shower right now. This is definitely going down. And it would, like, kind of pop up with the water floating up, so it would look like a mouse's face was just coming a little bit out of the thing, and then you'd, you'd, I I had to do, you know when people use a hanger and they put it inside of a door thing and they're able to unlock a thing? Can't do that. I know how to take a two foot long piece of hair, uh, human filth, uh, sweat residue, uh, with a hanger. I could unlock that and unlock a bathtub, but I can't do it with a car. But also, one time I was in that bathroom and, and I got out of the shower. Uh, I was living with my girlfriend, two other girls at the house, uh, and one of the girls tried to take this out of the drain. And it was filled with whatever comes off of our bodies. When I don't jerk off in the shower. Like, I'm, I'm mindful of water anyway. So I got out of the shower. Eventually, she came up to me or she came up to my girlfriend and they had a whole conversation about, do you think he jerks off in the shower? I was like, no, I don't jerk off in the shower. I had to explain and show her with hair examples that conditioner, when it gets washed into a drain through like a, you know, some sort of a musket stuffer uh, of hair, once it gets caught in there, it kind of ends up looking like there's jizz on that hair uh, but at the same time, I, I wasn't, I wasn't doing that. Uh, this, I don't want to anymore. I feel like, I know, like, I, this is, this is why I do, uh, this is one of the reasons I do comedy, uh, answering the, the third letter. Uh, like, I know, no, I know this is terrible. I know it's gross. It's disgusting. It's probably making me sicker right now just by standing this near it. And it's sort of becoming my friend. Like, and I sort of, like, I care for it now. Like Jeremy. Just disgusting. You don't know how many different kinds of pubes are on it. But you love it. To the note now, uh, this is, I feel, all right, okay, I feel like this is a real one. I haven't read a real one at all. None of those ones, like, they were real. This is a question, apparently. There's a question mark at the end. Semicolon, what the fuck? <laughs> Two semicolons, uh, what a piece of shit. Pedantic, that's what it is. And it's also, like, they didn't have whole clauses they should have fucking had condom. This person also, I don't like this person. This, this is a sentence. All right. Would you rather have your butt cheek eaten by a skunk, semicolon, or your fingers chewed off by a ferret, another semicolon, and why? That's a fucking three-part question easily. 
or it's a question with one fucking comma, another fucking period, and then a question mark at the end. There's three separate things that are happening. You're asking all, it could have been three questions. It could have been, would you rather have your butt cheek eaten by a skunk? Question mark. Or would you rather have your butt cheek eaten by a skunk? Comma. Or your fingers chewed off by a ferret? Comma again. Or another fuck. Or there would have been just one question mark right there, and then they leave the next sentence, and then it's an incomplete. It's an incomplete question because and why doesn't count. But I'll I'll allow it in my reading of this hell hat thing. But what I'm saying is this person. This person thinks they know. That's worse than a person that doesn't know how to use commas or quote like this person thinks they know how to use semicolons they're like oh i'm gonna bring out my my big boy colon right now i'm gonna bring out my big boy comma just fucking ampersanding sentences and shit and no they can't use it they don't know how to do it i don't like this person i wish there was a way that they would write their names at the bottom of each of these letters and then i would send long facebook messages tonight and i would leave out or correctly use each one of those fucking semicolons when i asked it god i hate people oh this was supposed to make me happier smoking this thing and i've just i've H.G. Wells, goddammit. Anyway, uh, would you rather have your butt cheek eaten by a skunk or your fingers chewed off by a ferret? And why? All right. Only one of those could be pleasurable. Like, if you have your finger chewed off, there's not a positive to that day. It's not just like, oh, it was, oh, I, I got some, you know, floor bag pubes on my hand, so if I let a ferret chew my fingers off. Like, you know, there's no plus to it. But a skunk, like, even if you, I don't know, I've, all right, I've licked butt before. Uh, and it, that's, that's not a, a hard thing for me to admit. Uh, okay, a little bit difficult for me to admit. Because she is not for it. But uh, I have licked but before, and it's really a thing, like, I believe when I was a kid, Little Wayne actually changed the game for all of us when I was about uh, 14, 15, and he started talking about eating pussy in all his songs. He's like, yeah, suck a, suck a pussy, fuck a pussy, eat it well. And he was like, actually, you know, endorsing it. And then I remember at the time there was a shift because before that, every time the black kids at my school talked about pussy they'd be like I'd never lick it that's where dicks go dude that's gay it's like I don't know if that's how gay works that, I don't think gay works that way like the, the dick would have to be right next to it while you licked it for that to be pretty gay uh so and then over time they're just like yeah dude I licked a pussy before and you could feel little Wayne like changing the things and I don't know if he ever talked about and now oh there was a big 2015 meme of like I eat I eat that booty like groceries, which was like a kid in a high school doing a freestyle thing. And he was like, you know, I eat your booty like groceries. And everybody was like, oh, and then that ended the battle right there. And it wasn't because like the same thing that when I'm doing this improv comedy, I'm making sure don't say any racial slurs. When you're freestyle battling someone, you're like, I don't want to be the dude that made it too gay. Uh, so... I feel like it's changed over time, the perception of eating ass. What I'm saying is about 
eight years ago, 10 years ago, if you asked me about licking a butt or having my buddy eat, I'd be like, dude, that's fucking disgusting. That's the grossest thing I ever heard of. Why would anybody eat that? Shit comes out of there. And now, like, if I see a woman walking down the street and she has, like, a really nice butt, like, when you see her and you're like, it looks like it smells when she farts. Like, instantly my mouth waters. I don't know why. Like, I just feel like, so, so I've changed, is what I'm saying. And also, if it stunk, say I was dirty, and it was like an extra kinky skunk, and he was like, no, don't take a shower. I want to eat it all, you know, yeah. I want to get all Thanksgiving on that rotten behind or something like I don't know how skunks talk, uh, but, but, but if a skunk came up to me and he was like, oh, I want to eat it. I want to eat it, you know, dirty. And so I had like a smelly butt or like, you know, I had just woken up, uh, by the way, guys never ask for oral sex in the morning you know how much you fart during the night, right? That's selfish. Ladies, for a different reason, have you ever left a, a pot of soup uh, just like on the back burner and forgotten about it for like three days? Yeah, don't, don't ask for oral sex uh, in the morning. Anyway, uh, so I would rather have a skunk eat my butt, uh, and I don't think it would be that smelly. Uh, but if it was smelly, he would like counteract it. And basically skunk pheromones actually make you horny, even if you're grossed out by it. And that's one of the reasons uh, that they have that smell around them and protruding out of their sex when they're doing that shit. I just wanted to see if we could work this back to right here. David? As I hiss, can you just take me out? FCC everybody yay thank you guys so much for being here at the hell hat tonight uh, I gotta leave I gotta go to this other show at Piano Fight but thank you guys for being here thanks to David for the ones and twos and uh, happy Christmas seriously thanks guys for sticking around for the whole show and we'll see you next week on stage um, so I'm gonna do a pigeon in New York <laughs> versus a pigeon in San Francisco okay like let's um, I'm <laughs> I can't do it okay good done with that
it's really embarrassing. Um, maybe, yeah. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> Never doing that again. No, I'm just embarrassed. <laughs> Trying to be a pigeon. Okay. Um, yeah, they're just like really, like low, I'll be like this. <laughs> okay, I'm moving on, I have more jokes. Um, so I, uh, I work at a tech company and we are trying to recruit more women. We have very few women right now. We have a difficult time when women come in for the interviews because uh, no one ever wants to like say anything bad about them basically because they're afraid that they'll look sexist. So we had this woman come in the other day for like an engineering position and the issue with her was that she didn't speak English really. Uh, which I, I didn't mind honestly because I have a lot of coworkers who I think it would be a lot better if they made less use of their English language skills. Like, um, the difference between, I work with a lot of people who are not native English speakers and the thing I notice is that non-native English speakers think before they say things, um, which I think like kind of some of my other coworkers should do. But anyway, so we're like assessing this woman basically, we're doing a recap, I'll, I'll act out the recap, we were sitting down, <laughs> uh, we're sitting down and uh, my boss eventually, everyone's kind of going around like no one's saying anything and eventually my boss is like, uh, you know, I think she might just be like a better fit like for a different role at a different company. <laughs> in China <laughs> and, uh, um, but we we're not really like successful at recruiting women because we're not doing the right things like for one thing we don't hire them when they come in for the interviews but we also we have a lot of perks that are like very much just like geared towards men like we have like free beer but like we don't even have plan B in the medicine cabinet you know um, I learned this morning <laughs> and, and we just can't compete against these other tech companies with like better support for women looking to terminate their pregnancies, you know? Because like at Google, they cover the cost of an abortion and at Facebook, they do the abortion on site. Like this is real. Uh, there's a guy, his name is Frank the Aborting Man and he has an office, it's right next to Sheryl Sandberg's. So you can go get your free lunch, you can get your free abortion and you can get back to fucking work, you know? Uh, it's called leaning into a hanger. <laughs> Set. Your next comedian, uh, he is a special individual because he is very supportive of the scene, meaning that he was here all Monday waiting to do everybody's sets, and then we didn't have time for him, so I was like, you have a special set, so you guys have to be really special right now and clap even bigger than you've clapped before. For Johnny Isaacs! <laughs> Um, uh, excuse the notes, everyone. This is a new, new material for Monday, which I didn't get to do. So um, <clears throat> this is Tim. Tim is my husband. He has never seen me do stand-up before. Uh, and in honour of that, I'm going to do jokes about him. <laughs> Won't that be fun for everyone? Except Tim. Um, so our anniversary is coming up very soon. Three years. Green card very much. Green card very much. Uh, no, we didn't really get married for a green card, but it was a handy help. Uh, it definitely helped us do things like live on the same continent. Really useful things for a relationship, yeah. Um, honestly, I never thought I'd get married. I was, uh, I was this sort of weird combination of a romantic and a skeptic. Like, I was a big Disney fan as a kid, so I always thought, you know, I want that really big love at first sight moment, and I'll spend the rest of my life with that person. But I also knew that would never happen. 
Like, not in uh, no fucking chance in hell. And then I met Tim, and I was like, wow, he's really tall. really great perks to being married like number one you have a ready-made excuse to not hang out with anybody that you don't like it's like Tim's really busy right now he's got a lot going on uh, and he doesn't like you um, but the, the one of the best things is uh, you can always no matter what use a carpool lane it's great. It's really handy. Um, uh, and the other thing that is very handy about Tim specifically is having a very bad back, he has a disabled placard. So the parking situation is fantastic. Because <laughs> this city is fucked up for that, so it's really helpful. Um, and yeah, we have, a, we have a big age gap. There's a 22 year age gap between us. Tim is eight, but he has that Benjamin Button thing. <laughs> so it's really good because nobody knows I'm a pedophile. <laughs> Nobody has a clue. Uh, speaking of which, I don't know if any of you saw this, there was a really interesting article this week uh, that said that scientists think they found the leading cause of paedophilia. And it's really obvious, no one would have thought about it before. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't know. It's, uh, it's, it's sexy kids. Yeah. <laughs> really sexy kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, one of Tim's favourite jokes is when people ask us, uh, as they often do, where we met, he likes to tell them that we met in an amber alert. Which isn't a thing in the UK. So after he told this joke to like 15 people, I had to go look it up. And I was like, oh, he's a keeper. He's <laughs> definitely a keeper. Uh, we actually did meet online. We met on a website called biggercity.com, which is like OkCupid for big, fat, hairy gay guys. And, uh, and they're admirers, um, which is very true. Like, for instance, when I was a kid, my um, celebrity crushes were John Candy and Chewbacca. <laughs> Um, but uh, because we have such a big age gap, a lot of people uh, just automatically assume that I have like daddy issues, which is kind of fun. But actually, I have a really good relationship with my dad. Like he's really supportive, and he's—I came out really young, and he's always been great, and he gets on really well with Tim. But he's also bipolar, so that could change any day now. <laughs> so you know, keeps you on your toes. You just never know what's going to happen. Um, uh, but actually, in actual fact, I don't have daddy issues. Uh, but there are some really great things about uh, being with an older guy who he's lived he lived alone for a long time. He's really self-sufficient. He's a great cook. He's great at cleaning. Uh, and so it's like I get to have sex with a six foot seven, two hundred and fifty pound version of my mum. <laughs> <laughs> but no daddy issues, none at all. Uh, but actually, we're a, we're a very progressive 21st century San Francisco gay couple, so we're uh, we're looking for a third. You know, there's a lot of a lot of couples do this in San Francisco. We are, by the way. Um, <laughs> no, uh, some people call it a thruple. Sometimes they call it a triad, but not the like not the like Chinese mafia triad, like a like a three-way triad. Uh, but the main reason is because we moved over to the East Bay recently, and the bridge carpool lane is three people. Thank you very much. to get over from Oakland. Fan-fucking-tastic. All right, we're moving the happy hour right along. Moving on to your next comedian. You guys put your hands together. It's Christopher Guerrero! Hey, everybody. How you doing? Ooh, love that response. Uh, yeah, so I live in Richmond in the East Bay. 
Not on purpose? <laughs> yeah. One thing about living in Richmond, I hear sirens almost every night, which makes it hard for me to sleep. But now it's getting to the point where it's hard for me to sleep without hearing sirens. <laughs> you might say that sirens are like whale calls to me. <laughs> but now that's becoming a problem because one time I was driving and when I heard a police siren, I fell asleep at the wheel. <laughs> now you know why I'm paying a lot for car insurance. <laughs> yeah, another thing about living in Richmond, I hear gunshots at night. Like there was this one time I was about to leave my apartment to go to the store. And when I get to the door, I hear this. So I turned around and I said, never mind. I'll just stay home and have Pop-Tarts for dinner. <laughs> yeah. So my girlfriend is a blue-eyed, blonde, Caucasian, which means I've achieved the American dream. <laughs> yeah, I'm not picky when it comes to a woman's race. I've been with black women, white women, Latinas, Asians. You might say that my penis recognizes affirmative action. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, when I see a beautiful woman, I do not see skin color because I'm too busy looking at her tits and ass. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that white women are very curious when it comes to hooking up with someone outside of their race. Like, a white woman would go out with a black man to see if it's true that all black men have big dicks. And a white woman would go out with a Latino to see if it's true that all Latin men are horny as fuck. And a white woman would go out with an Asian guy to see if it's true that they are good at math. <laughs> and, if <that's laughs> and if that's true, then she has found someone to do her taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, I read online about this pastor in Texas who has threatened to set himself on fire as a way of protesting the legalization of gay marriage. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. That's way better than my punchline. <laughs> okay. Great. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a big animation fan. I love watching cartoons, but there are certain cartoons that left me with unanswered questions. Like, how is it possible that Speed Racer's car can jump over cliffs, go underwater, but it can't keep that kid and its monkey from getting in the trunk? <laughs> it's weird, that car is bulletproof and fireproof, and yet it isn't childproof. <laughs> Or monkey proof. Very bad designing there, Pops Racer. And why is it whenever Scooby-Doo and the gang split up to look for ghosts, and when Fred and Daphne are all by themselves, Fred never makes a move on Daphne. Kind of makes you wonder why he wears that ascot in the first place. <laughs> and how come we don't know who Casper the ghost was before he became a ghost? Apparently, Casper was a young child, but we don't know how he died. I mean, for all, for all we know, he could have died of a crib death. 
for a late-term abortion. <laughs> Maybe he was babysat by Casey Anthony. We don't know. And on that happy note, my name is Chris Guerra. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Back to you, Pam. references because I was born in 74 so I know what Scooby-Doo is which makes me really happy before they started those stupid remakes with those dumb movies and the same thing with the Casper movie I mean it was really good it did have Christina Ricci in it looking hot as like a 12 year old as she should before she had her boobs still hot doesn't make me a pedophile or a lesbian I'm just saying aesthetics are real everybody your next comedian is also very aesthetically pleasing and you guys are going to love his jokes. Everybody put your hands together. It's Adam Strawbridge. Hey, guys. Uh, last night, I went to an anarchist book fair. To its credit, it was terribly organized. Uh, uh, they gave it out an itinerary. Number one said, like, introductory remarks in minutes, and then two through ten were fuck the state. Uh, <laughs> Didn't really learn a lot. Good spread, though. Great spread. I made a mistake last week, and I tried to like reconnect with my dad because I feel like I'm older. I'm kind of an adult, so I can relate to him as a peer. So I asked him, like, how was I as a kid, as a toddler? Was I like a manageable, was I a good kid? He said, no, you're actually, you were a huge brat. Uh, he told me that the custody battle over me was like a really expensive game of hot potato. So. <laughs> How rude. Uh, my dad's mean. He's a dick. We were walking down Market Street. We passed this woman with a cardboard sign. She was down on her luck and said, I'm hungry. My dad like knelt next to her and said, hi, hungry. I'm Steven. <laughs> That's why we don't talk. Comics love to kvitch about dating apps like Tinder and all that shit, but you don't hear a lot of talk about the gay dating apps because they're kind of like a different scene. Uh, they're very assertive. It's hard to tell if sometimes that you're on a gay hookup site or just like a really, really aggressive pet adoption website, you know? <laughs> just get messages like, looking for a cute pup to tame and dominate. Um, or like, want a furry critter to keep me company. <laughs> or I got one that was like, cutie, you look good. Yeah. <laughs>